Welcome to the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shitama, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I focus on your spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being to help you be the best leader possible. Each episode explores research and practical tips so you can be a non-anxious presence personally and professionally. And now, here's the show. Welcome to episode 160 of the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shitama, and before I get into today's episode, I'd like to invite you to sign up for Family Systems 101, a free 11-week introductory course to family systems theory and applying it in your personal and professional lives. The course focuses on my book, If You Met My Family, You'd Understand, a Family Systems Primer, and it includes a free PDF copy. Now, it runs from February 22nd through May 3rd, each night from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Space is limited, and the deadline to sign up is February 20th, but if you'd like to find out more, you can join me at an upcoming preview on February 8th at 7 p.m. I'll put a link to that. It's a Zoom event, and I'll put it in the show notes. You can meet the course facilitators and learn more about the course and decide if it's a good fit for you. And if you're ready to sign up already, it's going to be in the Non-Anxious Leader Network. And if you're already a member, you'll just click the link to sign up in the show notes for this podcast episode, and it will put you right in the course. If you're not a member of the Non-Anxious Leader Network, it's free to join. It's free to be a part of. You can click the link. It'll ask you to join, and then it will put you in the course. If you have any questions, you can sign up for my email list, get my email address, and then you can email me directly and ask me. And now, without further ado, here is episode 160, Four Steps to Using Emotional Intelligence to Self-Differentiate. This episode is based on an article by Eric Barker. This is how to have emotionally intelligent relationships, four secrets from research. I will post a link in the show notes. I talk a lot about reactivity and the need for self-regulation to put a pause on our automatic responses, and these are ingrained in the primitive part of our brains and are more likely to occur when we are stressed, feel anxious, or feel threatened. According to Barker, quote, psychology has a word for those schemas. And they're not just habits, they go a lot deeper. They're near unconscious core beliefs about yourself and others that influence how you interact with people. If you listen carefully, you can hear them whispering in your head when things go south socially. Other people's needs are more important than mine. If you don't fight back, people will take advantage of you. They really don't care. End quote. The problem is, we aren't pausing long enough to hear those schemas whispering in our heads. Now, Barker is like me. He uses other people's research, simplifies it, and shares it so more people can understand it. I take his work and translate it into family systems terms to help you as a non-anxious leader. The source Barker is using for his article is the Interpersonal Problems Workbook. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. The book uses an approach called Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, or ACT, to show how people can rework problematic behaviors. 
according to the book, ACT showed a significant decrease in problematic interpersonal behaviors in a randomized control study. So what are the four steps to better self-differentiation? Let's dig in. The first step is to uncover your schemas. This is reflective work. Schemas develop while you are in your formative years as early coping mechanisms. They worked back then, but today, not so much. As Barker writes, quote, Maybe your family yelled. You always gave in and apologized. And now your software says, Prime directive, avoid conflict at all costs. Or maybe you were bullied and had to fight back to survive. And to this day, when somebody is remotely critical, you carpet bomb everyone in a two-mile radius. End quote. Barker notes that schemas are not the connective tissue of your personality. They're the scar tissue. Further, they are self-perpetuating. The more you use them, the more deeply ingrained they become. According to the Interpersonal Problems Workbook, quote, your schemas guide not only your behavior, but also how you interpret other people's behavior. You see others in the light of your schemas, noticing their negative words and actions that reinforce your schemas and filtering out anything that contradicts your core beliefs. Your schemas are deeply ingrained and they persist because they help you understand the world and organize your life. End quote. So how do you uncover your schemas? Through reflection. Pick a recent situation where you were reactive. Unpack it from start to finish like an objective observer. What did you say? What did the other say? What were you afraid of? How did the other person view me? What was I feeling? The last question is key. The feeling is likely not positive. Maybe you felt ignored, criticized, pressured, unappreciated. The list is long, and your task is to get to this feeling as it will help you to uncover your schema. Once you've understood the trigger and the feeling behind it, reflect on your reactive or adaptive response. Did you get defensive, combative, or some other form of reactivity? Did you agree without taking a stand or clam up and withdraw emotionally? Understanding your own patterns of reactivity or adaptivity is the same as uncovering your schemas. It helps you view these automatic responses as things that have developed over time and can be reworked. What Barker doesn't say is that these patterns likely developed or were at least reinforced in your family of origin. When you do your own work, you can identify the relationships where these patterns are most prevalent. Then, you can begin to do things differently, which is actually step two. Step two is to watch, don't act. This is the ultimate in self-regulation. The next time you are in a situation that would normally trigger a reactive or adaptive response, your only job is to self-regulate and observe. I've said this before, but this is where mindfulness, accepting the present without judgment, is really helpful. Once you've had a chance to self-regulate, you want to identify the pattern that would normally occur so that you can intentionally choose something else. Stephen Covey called this integrity in the moment of choice. When you self-regulate, when you pause, you create space both emotional space, but a moment in time, for you to be intentional about your response. Integrity is when your actions match your values and beliefs. 
self-regulation, awareness, and intentionality can help you do this in the moment of choice. Step three helps you to do this, and that is to clarify your values. As Barker writes, your goal is to replace your schema-based behaviors with those based on your beliefs and values. He notes that values are not goals. Values are never complete. The ACT book puts it this way, quote, What is most important to you in your relationship with your parents, your partner, your kids, your friends, your boss? Your schemas may tell you that the most important thing is being right or avoiding criticism, but deeper down, your better self has other, more positive and powerful values, such as honesty, love, or respect, end quote. This is where self-awareness and intentionality become essential. Understanding yourself, then making an intention by writing it down, can help you to unwind your old schemas and create new ones. Barker gives a couple of examples. Quote, I want to be a good friend. I value maintaining connection. So when I feel abandoned, instead of withdrawing, I will reach out. I want to be a good romantic partner. I value being supportive. So instead of fighting back when I get worked up, I will acknowledge how I might be wrong. End quote. I like the fact that Barker calls this having new software. I use this metaphor frequently to describe reactivity and adaptivity. It's code that runs automatically when triggered. Developing these new intentions is like inserting new code into your behavioral program. The next step is to test the program in a real-life situation. Step four is to diffuse and act on your values. Or, in terms you've heard me use before, this is self-regulation, self-awareness, and intentionality. When you are triggered, recognize the feeling and put a pause on it. Understand that your emotions are trying to take over. That the old software wants to run. The term Barker uses is cognitive diffusion. It is a technique to remind you that you are not your thoughts. In fact, the technique uses the phrase, I'm having the thought that. Here are some examples from Barker. Quote, I'll be rejected becomes, I'm having the thought that I'll be rejected. I don't have to put up with this becomes, I'm having the thought that I don't have to put up with this. End quote. This creates emotional distance, healthy emotional space, from your own reactive or adaptive tendencies. Once you've done this, you can then respond with integrity in the moment of choice. Use the new script, the new code that you've developed to act as the person you want to become. This is not easy stuff, and Barker finishes up with a reminder to have self-compassion. I've noted this often, especially during the pandemic. You aren't going to get it right the first time or every time. That's okay. It's like learning anything new. You're going to make mistakes. Having self-compassion will enable you to reflect on what happened without judging yourself or the other, as well as to recommit yourself to doing better the next time. This is what non-anxious leaders do. 
That's it for episode 160. Don't forget that you can find a link to the preview for Family Systems 101 in the show notes for this podcast. You can find that by going to the nonanxiousleader.com forward slash 160. Until next time, thanks and goodbye. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful, there are two things you can do to help others find this podcast. First, tap the subscribe button on your podcast app. And second, leave a review. I appreciate your help. Finally, you can find more resources as well as subscribe to my blog at the nonanxiousleader.com. Now, go be yourself. <laughs>